kitchen begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your Destiny Will find you and me Friends at your side Monster nor foe can fill you with woe. Enemies in sight, it's time to roll down. Roll for initiative. Check, please. Welcome back to Check, Please, the D&D podcast. All right. So... Someone want to do a recap last time? So last time, we teleported back into, what was it called? It was in Selaway, the mm-hmm. Bitter Landings, is that it? Bitter, bitter Landing, yep. Bitter yeah. Landings. And we waited forever to get uh, Riz's cart back. The Var- mm-hmm. Vargo? Vardo. Vardo. And during that time, let's see, arguments were had, yelling was had, <laughs> mm-hmm. no one's to blame. Let's just say that. No one's to blame for that. Uh, and then the group, specifically Vera, Levette, and Curla, were kind of being ostracized by the patrons, including some adventurers, for being multi-raced half-breed kind of things. And Vera started a full-on bar fight. Mm-hmm. And who and won? It was no contest. We just kind of like turned them into soup. I kind of I had assumed that the adventures that had come in were talking about Vera but I didn't actually think about what they saw Riz as I was thinking about that too I was wondering if there was like an argument where they're like oh look at that dirty half elf half elf that is clearly a human it's like are you blind (laughs) (laughs) and then I believe we are now on our way in fact, we have been on our way to return back to the Hive Temple in Ville. Excellent. So my question is, is there anything that you guys would like to do on the return journey as far as any particular cities you would like to stop at or any particular side activities you're interested in uh, pursuing? I would like to do fortune telling in every town that we go to. Oh my. Okay. I pretty much just do my actual job. <laughs> Do we want to stop off in um, stop off and see Karis? That is very that's far. in the Emerald Forest, oh, bro. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, let me let me draw a little line on the map for you to show. Well, we went from Selaway, wouldn't we? Like... Roughly where we're going. So the idea is that they're going to be going back to Ville. So from Selaway, uh, the line is going to be roughly like this. Here we go. Oh, yeah. we'd go through the Mary so, Valley. Okay, see, I thought we would go that's... this way. Like, we'd yeah, go so, this oh, way. I screwed up the very end. It's, in fact, there. So for the podcast, we go okay. from the <laughs> bottom of the map, which is Selaway in the middle. We go up the river and through the Mary Valley, and then we make our way past the other two rivers to get to the Long Road, which is the one that we took to get to the Steam Isle originally. 
the mm-hmm. first campaign. Yep. Okay, so the party had to travel north through Selway to get to Warm Roots. So you'll pass through the, the town of Warm Roots, you'll pass through the Mary Valley, you'll pass through Zareth, and then you'll get into Properville, and at that point you'll pass through uh, Reitberg, Brockhagen, and Olsberg, and then finally Wittingen. Is there anything you wanted to do in any of those towns? Uh, I know Risen wants to do fortune telling, that's fine. Uh, I already stated else? what I was doing last time, so. Okay. Cool, cool. No. But to answer your question, Screwy, it is a very stupid journey to go to where Presidium is to get to the Ville. <laughs> because they yeah. are like on a cliff. Yeah, they're on a cliff. So uh... it'd be going up and then around again. So it, it's it's pretty out of the way. But a pretty intentionally. Tunnel. But very pretty though. You think Vera's gonna be like, let's stop at Karis's? No. <laughs> <laughs> they. And also, would it even be possible to get through the Emerald Forest in our carts? No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, it was so, difficult. We gotta do some rolls for. Yeah, what do I need to do for the. Yeah, so for the fortune telling, uh, Risen, would you mind rolling a profession fortune teller check, please? 38. Boom. 38. Excellent. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Are what? you like a professional fortune teller? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost as if it's my fucking job. <laughs> this was what I did before I met you, and what I will still do because it is my job and livelihood, you know. Well, not very much. No, you're not. <laughs> and I think Petravian is skeevy on the money sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh. It just you. doesn't seem like he wants to give it up. Yes, he drinks that. And he, I'm like, what do you need it for? Are you not a holy man? You I know? think he joined up. I think he might have joined up with the last thing because he is very envious of the wealthy. He is <gasps> very rude if you have no money in him. Really? It's true. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Why does he not worship Shemesh then? Hmm? I'm, not, I'm not sure. Maybe you should talk to him about it. It is weird, because he was worshipping, like, Wayism, you know, with, with meditation and stuff. And it was very different from any Eden worshipper I have ever met. It's very weird. Do I, you think he actually knows what, like, different religions are, actually? I, I think when the Edenites took him in, they, they thought he was simple. So they didn't really try a whole lot. I see, I see. That is unfortunate. So, Riz, Mm -hmm. so with that check, uh, over the course of the return journey, you actually make 76 gold pieces. Hell yeah! Yeah. It wasn't 18, so, yeah. Yeah, so so Riz, uh, you you give people fortunes, you know, uh, it's pretty standard here and there, you get a couple silver there, a couple silver there, some people tip gold, and eventually uh, some noble... Uh, gets a particularly good fortune from you and tips you like thirty gold in one go. Thank uh, so you. It all kind of averages out, but you end up making about seventy six gold by the end of it. So, would you like to add that to your character sheet, or would you yeah, like me to add? Yeah, I mean, if you can do it, because I'm bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few things I'd like to do over the course of the travel back. Sure. Um, yeah. Any? What would you like to do? Uh, well, so one more. I. I well, that's pulled Krill aside at some point, but it's like a several month journey. So there's like it, it'll it'll be a one month journey because you guys are, okay. are yeah you guys are fast as hell. So 
I'm going to go ahead and jump the time up a month right now, uh, just to show that's being done. But go ahead. I'm still up for a couple of weeks. She'll she'll pull Kuro aside at some point when they're uh, turning in for the night and ask. Um, so Daniel, you a healer, yes? Something like that, yes. Are you able to hear like major physical deformations, malformations? Uh, you depend on uh, what what kind of deformation we're talking here, and you know how long the person's had it, what kind of person they are. There are a lot of variables involved. Yes, it's my eyes. Ah, they always got me thinking about it, and I feel like I can't see. People are like, oh, what's that over there? And I'm like, oh, what, what, oh. And I thought at first it was just, just that people are really observing, but I'm starting to think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> See, here's, yeah. here's where I need to take a minute out of character, because there's stuff going on there that I don't think I'm aware of. In terms of Levet just has a really bad perception check, so she fails pretty much every time while the entire other party passes. Okay, she almost always rolls like a three. Yeah, and so and Vera has thought pointed out that she could have a problem with her eyes when everybody saw Riz differently, and so she's like, "Well, I know that's because of the curse, but holy shit, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, fucker, you're right." Curler is going to hold up their right hand. Right, how many fingers am I holding up? And they're going to drop down. How many down. fingers do you have? Oh, wait, I knew that is fine. And now, and she's going to, they're going to, and now, and they're going to drop down two fingers. It's this Rice, you're fine. <laughs> That'll be ten I'm gold sure then, enough. please. Hell yeah, learning from the best. Fuck yeah! Are you just going to try and scam me like that? I'm not like that. That's what goes for humor with me. I'm sorry, we're okay. still getting a little. Oh, we're I... still getting used to that, aren't we? Look, if you're really serious and you think there's a problem, I can probably try and check it out. But you seem all right to me. I, I thought maybe because of the leaving. I thought maybe the leaving made my eyes stronger, but maybe I'm I'm worried it's making them worse. I'm demonic. I... It's like unbalanced. Beardy, what would I, I what would I need to roll to actually would that be a heal check or would there be a specific could I use one of my yeah, spells a, just to No, that'd be a, a heal check to to do a quick eye examination. Okay. I think Curla has probably been around enough to know some basic optometry, so Curla will do Alright, fine. Come here, I'll see what I can do. I'll and I take Levet and start sort of examining and start peering at them through the monocle very, very close up. Like flicking the eyes with your finger. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> pressure tests. Does it? Yeah. Right now, does it hurt when I do this? Just jab my middle finger right, my uh, little finger right into their <laughs> left eye. <laughs> right, it, you've got a normal pain response there. Then, okay, good. That's good to know. Right, that was a twenty-five on my hill scale check. Oh shit! <laughs> so nice. that was That's as good as you could roll. That was a nat twenty. Oh, yeah. Check. So. Uh, Perla, you check out Levette's eyes, and she seems fine. I mean, her eyes don't seem all that destroyed or damaged. Like She reacts normally to stimuli, and it seems like she sees things that you point out. Like, far away things, close things. You, you do a full battery of, of little tests that you know of. Yeah, I'll, I'll cast some light from my hand to, you know, make sh- see the pupils seems... dilating and all of that. 
Yeah, it, it just seems like Lovette is just really bad at spotting stuff. <laughs> See what we're talking about? <laughs> so Lovette does a perception check and gets a nat one, resulting in a six. That's beautiful. Because this is a fucking class act. So she's definitely, it's definitely more that she's inattentive. Like, I like to think that, like, uh, like you have, you set up these, some letters on parchment put on the wall and you're like, can you look at the papers? And she's just, like, looking at something in her hands and you're like, the papers, like, what? What? No, oh, not those oh, papers, not the ones in your I hand. The ones I've been setting up for the last five minutes. These ones. I didn't even see the paper. It's like those You're supposed to be reading the top line there. It's like I didn't even notice it was there. Oh, for the line. Oh, good God. Look, there's nothing wrong with your eyes that I can tell. If there's a problem, then it's somewhere else upstairs for you. Somewhere behind the eyes, between the ears. Oh, I thought it was a little bit of fun, but I... Okay. Is it the hat? Is it the hat? <laughs> Well, I mean, if the hat is tight, if it's causing migraines or something, then I don't know. Look, so far as I can tell, you're in fine ocular health, all right? Maybe pay a little bit more attention to your surroundings. That's a bit. Pay a little bit more attention, you know, when... I don't know, when, when something important's going on and you're off in your books. I'm all for the books, but there's a time and a place. It's not the books what do you mean it's not the book? I, I always see you scribbling in that book of yours. Well, yes, I do keep notes in that. That's actually within my countermeasure. Do not pay attention. Uh, they're getting caught up in, in bad parts. I don't believe it. Well, now's the time to talk about these things. Alright, well. Look, if you do start having problems with distance vision or anything like that, you can ask me. There is probably something I can do. But for right now, you're probably fine, alright? Yeah, okay. Alright. No, that was a joke. You're fine. Well, you can buy me. Yeah. A, you can buy me a drink or something at the next town we go through. It's fine. You're going to get pretty hammered on that much money. You can buy me a cheaper drink then. I. Let's not doing make you feel better. Alright, let's get hammered next time we go. We're having car. a slight disconnect here between the two of us. I don't. I, your money means a lot more to you, I think, than it does to me. But I appreciate the gesture. But it's not it's not necessary. Alright, I tell you what then. If you want to if you want if you really want to part with that ten gold, you can give it to Rez. She they uh they care a lot more about it. It'll make their day. They might even give you a reading or two for it. They might be able to figure out what's wrong with your vision. I heard give money to Riz and what is happening? Riz just appears. <laughs> that one's hair and I can tell you is just absolutely amazing. I have big ears, you know? But yes, good hearing. No, no, he yeah. won't say. Do they? <laughs> they look pretty normal to me. Good hearing for your age, Lucky anyway. You're not here, cares. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, I guess I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fine. Bye. Uh, well, they're big to me. I don't know if they're actually big, but I am making excuses. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Just help you wanted fortune for ten gold, yes? Bye. I've been wondering about this Alright. How would you like to do this? Would you like to sit down, get comfy? Carlo, could you get some tea for Lovette? Oi, no problem. And I'll, I just, Thank from behind Lovette, Carlo will give Riz just huge thumbs up, like, yeah, I got you back. Ten gold, <laughs> alright. And I'll, I'll go into the, the Varda to get to, to brew up some tea. Sure, we can go into house. Come. So Riz isn't going to use that spell to go in, so it's a uh, 
it's tight for most people, but it's probably super roomy for Levette. Yeah, it's cozy. It's like the perfect size. Yeah. It's like when you're in like an oversized couch. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to sit in here. Sit here, right on couch, okay? Carla is taking care of pot of tea on fireplace. I do that and then I I step out to give you privacy. Thank you, Carla, for multiple things. (laughs) No worries. Well, love that. And Riz holds out a, a hand. Would you like to hold for this, or would you like to keep to self? Does it make any difference? No, it just depends on how comfy someone wants to be. Sometimes contact helps people hear more. And will hold out your hand. Riz will take it. And I will use all... If we haven't been in a town, I will use all my fate points for that day. Okay. Alright, incoming fortune. Uh, I would like this one to be the city chat now. Okay. Riz, you focus your, your powers, and this is what is revealed to you. You see this quick trance that Riz seems to be in, where their eyes kind of glow. And they kind of come back, and they look at you a little worried. Um, your guilt, so. Your guilt hangs on you, heavier than the stone one's armor. If you are not careful, you won't be able to carry any more. You wish to help someone close to you, but you are worried you cannot. Do not worry about such things. You can always help those around you. Just be aware of the price taken on yourself. And that is what I have for you. Would you like to talk about this? I don't know. I don't know if I should. There's a lot to talk about. It's not going to be quick. I understand. But just now, guilt hangs on like leech. It will drain you. I feel sometimes like it's the only thing that keeps me going. Then you need to find something else that keeps you going, Lovat. You cannot have guilt be the one that drives you. It will kill you then. Or worse. Thank you. I'll hand over my ten gold. Happily takes it, starts counting it immediately. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Time to try out the fancy. Oh my gosh, it works. Alright, well, that's all I need to do secret chat. Alrighty. Are you guys in for a huge surprise? Sure. Levette walks out of the Wardo looking worried and upset. <gasps> oh my gosh. Gasp! <laughs> really? I, I only need one more for my bingo card. I did not see that coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you need Carol. else? Uh, Petra to insult, uh, to, to threaten someone? I need that. Uh, let's see. We already There's got Vera yells at someone. Yeah, Vera uh, kills someone. kill someone would really be good yeah. for... Mm-hmm. Accidentally, also, accidentally uh, surprise kills. appearance. Surprise appearance from Detlev would also be a win. Ah, uh, yes. I already crossed that one off. Uh, or Screwy's character dies. That's a good one. No, that's, that's the free square. In the that is the free square. <laughs> Detlef's the big bad. <laughs> oh, Screwy. You, you know what? You guys really should come up with a bingo for season two. Just that to, does actually sound pretty just good. Show, just to have it amongst yourselves. And, you know, you can cross them off as you go. 
Well, I think Curla's going to see Levette come out looking shaken um, and kind of approach. You all right? You're looking a little bit more uh, more pale than usual. I I don't know. I yeah, I'm fine. You sure? I I don't really know what I expected. <laughs> right. That well, pretty much is how I expected things to go, I guess. But I'll be okay. I just have things to think about. Right. Well, you'd best do that then. And Curla's going to walk off because they're really not good with people yet. <laughs> Oh, is there walk enough? Thank, thank you. I'm not sure Keller heals the hat on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's one day of our trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless people want to do something else. Well, that took care of both the things I wanted to do, actually. So, I mean, Petra has been pouring over his experience with uh, with Riz, running over this, running over again and again and again what he experienced and he wants to know who the hell was that you actually have to tell me about your experience then okay um so as i mentioned he pouring uh, petra's pouring over what happened and he gets up the gumption to bring it up with riz again uh and he asks riz can I ask you about your like, curses, I guess it would be? Sure. Which one? <laughs> oh. How, how many are there? I don't know. <laughs> don't know what? How, how did this How? Which deity did you piss off? I didn't piss off any of them. Shut the fuck up, they love me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then how did you get cursed by them? Excuse me? There was the one when I tried to dispel... I'm not even sure what I was trying to dispel necessarily, but... Mm -hmm. I felt this enormous presence, slightly annoyed of what I was doing. Okay, which one? I don't... I have not pissed off any of the gods. Oof. Okay. Well, that sets my mind at ease a little bit, then. It's not... They have given me plenty of blessings, just as I have given them worship with my own blessings to them. So it wasn't a deity that cursed you, then? How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> well, I mean... You're the cursed one. Yeah, I mean, you would... Yeah, you would think, oh, wouldn't you know when you're cursed? Well, the truth is, Petravian, I don't. I don't know when, and I don't know why, but it wasn't one of my gods. I can tell you that with 100% confidence. Well, I'd love to help you get rid of them if it's possible. Riz has a slight annoyed look, and then it seems to soften as their eyes dart to the right, like they're thinking. Let us put this on the ice, okay? Don't worry about it. Okay. You are a child. You need not worry about those who are old. I worry about everybody. That could be unhealthy. 
So, is this probably. a conversation that Curla could have been eavesdropping on? Probably. Yeah, yeah. it's probably well, at night when we're just chilling. If you're both okay with it? Yeah, perception. Yeah, I'm done with okay. it. Oh, perception check? And I'm perception happy check. to roll a oh. perception check. I'll do that too, just because I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, let's see who let's see who, who drops some eaves here. That way I can sit out of the conversation without guilt. Yep. Ten. That is a nat <laughs> twenty thirty eight total yeah. on perception from Curla. Jesus. Curla, you get every word of it. We were talking about a good hearing earlier. Yeah. Ooh. Yay. Oh boy. Every word, eh? Interesting. Every word. Every Thank word. you. It's like you're sitting right there with Thank them. you very much. Interesting. Where shall we go mm. with that? <laughs> Maybe you should worry about learning more about your own god before you worry about what happened to me. Hmm? Petravian gets a very kind of uh, pensive look on his face, and uh, so Beer- so Petra, with a very pensive look on his face, says, "Well, with what happened back in the Valley of Set, just reminds me how." Unlearned I am. What happened? Petravian takes out his hammer and said, Eden's given me many blessings, but this is the first gift I've been given by a deity. Okay. It's... Would you like metal? I don't have any for you, but just curious. (laughs) Those cost money. Would not do. <laughs> no, it's just... Am I doing the right thing? Is is what I'm always asking myself. Okay. And? I don't know. I just want... I know that I want to do what's right. And I, what's right to me is to help others. Okay. Then do that. You're doing great with whatever Vera has. Pats him on the back. I like family to me there. Okay. That is great. I am really glad you have... Why are you telling me this? What is is the point? Well, you're very easy to talk to. <laughs> there's an eye twitch. <laughs> and since you shared that bath together, there's a certain intimacy that's grown between the two of you. <clears throat> Sorry. Well, I am glad I am easy to talk to, but uh, you don't have to tell me everything. I know a lot more about people than you would think. <laughs> I mean, in Petra's defense, with his respect, percep- how he perceives it, and I guess the reality, this is kind of an interaction I've seen with a lot of old people. Hmm. Of, oh, you're just easy to talk to, and they're just like, I don't want to be easy to talk to, I want you to go away. Chris <laughs> is just an old curmudgeon who's like, I just want to drink my tea and, and sleep every day, happily. That's uh, just like, Grandma. I'm oh, a grumpy old man! Well, um, Really glad you have family. Really glad you have gifts from God. I do not know where this conversation is supposed to go, though. So I'm, I'm going to go to bed if you don't tell me something that's interesting, I suppose. Well, you, then you should probably go to bed, because <laughs> I tend to ramble on. Oh, good to know. Good to know. 
Well, you have a great evening, Petravian. Carla, tea, please. <laughs> Just uh, gets up and goes to the kitchen exhausted. <laughs> Carla, who was hanging out in the kitchen the whole time, kind of out of sight, listening, as we established, will um, will hand you a cup of tea. Thank you, darling. Grace, no, no worries. Carla, I think it's... All of the worries, apparently. <laughs> Carla's going to wait, I think, until Riz goes to bed before approaching, approaching Petravian. Yeah, Riz will just go to their spot, but they don't actually go to sleep when you guys are on the road. They just stare out because they use their keep watch spell every night. But they call it going to bed since they're in a bed. <laughs> Do they just Petrave? sit there with their eyes wide open with the keep watch spell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, they blink from time to time, but... Yeah. Once a century. Yeah. Petrave? They're just watching their horse. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, it's a lovely horse. Horse watches back. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That horse. You, you stare too deep into the horse, and the horse stares back. Don't blink. <laughs> blink. <laughs> Shut up! We're going to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So Curla will walk up to the trading. Right. You want a piece sure. of advice about the guards, then, do you? Riz might not be able to help you there, but I can. I'm ready to... I'll, I'll listen. The gods don't give gifts. If they give you something, it's because they want something in return. Don't trust a god bringing a gift to you. And Curla's just going to stalk off after that. I love this dynamic. <laughs> How beautiful. Thank you. So confused! Poor Why? Petra. Petra's, uh, Petra's... Petra's... Petra needs someone to tell him what to believe. Oh dear. Wow. <laughs> and now everyone is. <laughs> Contradictory things. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh. The thing Petravian gets to learn this season is to make up his own goddamn mind on his own. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that, Petra- Petravian will uh, take out both hammers and place them on the- place them in front and just, uh, just sit there in quiet contemplation. All right. Okay. Anything else? Well, and I've got one other thing on the road. It's uh, something I mentioned to you about with my newer spell. Right. That I'd so, like to take out of the secret chat. Sure thing. All right. Be right back. Sorry about this, folks. Okay. What you got? All right. So, God, this is a big moment for me. I've been waiting for this for a long time. And I'm not, a lot has happened, so I'm not 100% sure how I want to go about it. But Levette will periodically be teleporting back to her workshop. And then back mm-hmm. to the cart, if that's possible. Um, it, it is difficult and would require some coordination with the party to be right. at like a predetermined location. She'll she'll schedule it around town visits. So, so they would they would know though that you were yes. teleporting back and forth. So yes. just to make sure that they're aware of that. I'm not going to hide that part. I just I just okay. kind of starting the thought. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so in her workshop, I'm going to start working on a simulacrum. Uh, so, oh man, (laughs) even I'm getting the real jitters about this. So she's gonna, I've been thinking, there's a couple ones that that she's been thinking about. Uh, probably going to build a Moira. Uh, I was thinking about a soul, but I feel like too much has happened and there's a lot of meta reasons to not do that. Um... And I don't think that she's going to 
make a mechanical Marcus anymore. That was going to be a thing, and then Soul left the planet. <laughs> so that doesn't need to be a thing just yet. But uh, for to cast this, I have to burn 500 gold for HD, which if I'm making a level 0 Moira, I assume it's just 500. Yeah, if you're making, that would be a level 1 Moira, yeah. Yeah, okay. So are you uh, making a level 1 simulacrum? guess so. God, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, though. I hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> she can't. I think I'm going to take her to Archie's house if I build this right. And if not, <laughs> there's probably going to be multiple attempts. And I just will hope that nobody gets into my creepy basement full of unfinished Moira clones. Uh, Alright, so... Oh, I can't really... Oh, can I roll this if I change my thing to private GM roll? Can I roll it? No spells left of that type. Why do I have 0 out of 0 level 5 spells? One moment. Let me look at your character sheet here. So yeah, you're looking at one fifth level spell cast per day. Oh, good thing this takes 10 hours. Alright. Right, yeah, casting time is 12 hours on it. Or 12 hours, yeah, even more than. That was private. Okay. Then I'll go ahead and roll that disguise check and take out my money. Okay, Boy. so yeah, 500 gold out of there. And uh, you're going to create a level 1 commoner. Yes. That is going to be... Uh, you didn't take the money out of my inventory yet, correct? Not yet, no. Okay, so I do that. Whoops, I guess I rolled the disguise check. That was a 24. I rolled above a 10. I guess I'll, I'm happy with that. Actually, no, I did roll a 10. I guess that's fine, though. That's better than I'm used to. Okay, so now anybody who makes a perception check over DC 24 or makes a DC 20 sense motive check can determine the true nature of this being. Yep. So that's a rel relatively convincing clockwork recreation of her then uh yeah so you have basically wrapped um you have wrapped a very simple clockwork frame mm -hmm. and then imbued it with magic um surrounded it with uh an I mean, illusion skin mm -hmm. and uh basically you know worked day and night on the designs for this thing and now you've put it to to use you've weaved your magic into it or whatever you'd want to consider that your your technology yeah well i figured with Which this... At this point is definitely verging on magic yeah uh, and um yeah you you breathe life into this being uh this this duplicate moira this fake moira this foira okay well this is the and, biggest uh, planned mistake I've made in this campaign. And uh, this being is under your absolute command. Yes, although so, the vet's just going to ask her to be normal, act like she normally would. Okay, huh. and you've, I'm assuming you have programmed in all of the memories and, and, and yeah. idiosyncrasies that you can into it to make it more realistic. Yes, I and mean... Basically, that boils into the disguise check you just made. Right, so. exactly. Okay, well, uh, yeah, you do your best. And um, 
I'm, I'm gonna say that it's uh it's pretty close to being great like a 24 is gonna be hard for most regular people to notice so I think you got yourself a pretty convincing real doll well <laughs> Lovett's gonna spend the evening with her I guess and probably come back to the party a little more chipper oh boy okay it's getting right to it huh well, I'm, even just for the fact, I mean, <laughs> yeah, most likely yes, but also just the fact that, that she has Moira to talk to and stuff is going to make her in a better mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it. The, the other projects she might get back to, but she's kind of still experimenting with playing God. <laughs> yeah. Not fully into that realm yet. I, I, I mean, frankly five, thought I was going to fail the fuck out of this disguise check and I was going to have to make like five of these and somebody's going to stumble in a basement full of half-built Moiras that are going to be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh God. So yeah. at least it turned out okay. Now I just got to decide whether or not to make a fake Marcus, which is kind of a redundant thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. All right. Well, in that case, uh, ready to pop back up? All right. Okay, well, some some time will pass, and uh, over this month-long journey back, uh, which you guys are hauling ass on, I can't speak enough to that. You guys are really, really going quickly. Um, during this journey, uh, Lavette is going to teleport away multiple times. And, like, notify the group. She'll yeah, and then coordinate this. back at pre- pre-agreed-on locations. And she seems in a slightly better mood after a couple trips than she... I mean, m- maybe more than slightly, but, like, actually kind of chipper. Do any of us so if, do any of us notice that? Uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, I she told us. She said. Well, I mean, not not so much noticing the slipping off, but noticing that the, the improved mood. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I assume everyone would have noticed that. You're fine. Right. Vera, I mean, Vera's assuming that she went to your workshop. Mm-hmm. Does Archie go with... That's fair. Or does Archie stay? Um, for the I mean, she'd probably leave it up to him, but she'd given that she she's notifies the group that she's coming back. I think he would want to stay. Interesting. Like she's not going to be yeah. gone for the whole trip or anything. And given the option, Archie would choose to stay. That's interesting. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know if you were if you left it up to Archie, if you asked Archie, said, "Hey, Archie, where do you want to go?" Yeah, Archie would. Would say something. I'm going on an adventure. Sorry. He would say something like, "Let's see. I would like to stay with friends." Okay, I'd be right back then. I mean, that makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't been able to see us as much. Like it's only mm-hmm. been just two months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like a parent figure to him. It's, it makes sense. Yeah, so it's like a sleepover. Exactly. <laughs> it's exciting for Archie. Okay. Right. She's so she's uh, gonna drop some stuff off at his house though, because <laughs> she doesn't want people to find it at the workshop. So, yeah. all right. Well, in that case, we're gonna whisk ahead here a little bit. It is now uh, April 29th, which lands on a Wednesday, hmm. and you guys find yourselves back in Ville. I'll go back to Ville, home sweet home, right? All right. So you guys make your way back into Ville, uh, up the the long road from the south. Uh, making way past Fushdorf Castle. Uh, is anyone stopping there for any reason? Oh, uh, well. Yeah, 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 thing. 
Yeah, probably, but I I didn't really plan on anything just just to say hi. Okay. Um, In that case, shit. yeah, you guys can stop by quickly and look at. I'm have a there was something. Fuck, what was it? Uh-oh. Right, the blood, the ink. Yes, right. I need to. I, I. It's going to be a weird conversation. Hey, mom, can you cry into this glass? I want. I mean, I figure she's already face. crying. I don't actually have to ask her to do that. Just, do you mind if I hold a bottle under your face while you cry? Uh, <laughs> wow. Right. So I've got to figure out how the way to say it that's not that is. If it would make you happy. What? <laughs> I bottle your tears. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I gotta. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Levant might choke. Just be like, I thought nothing. Hi. If you ever feel like calling into a bottle here, is one day. okay? Bye. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mind thinking on, but I don't have anything else to say on that matter. Yeah, she'll. You know what? She's so happy to do this for you. She will cry into a bottle for you. And she'll she'll probably, like, while she's crying into this bottle, she'll probably hold you and sing a little lullaby to you. And Levette is not unsettled by any of this. She's certainly not looking like, I don't know what's happened to my life kind of face on her or anything. Yeah, the infinite sorrow of this being, this cursed creature mm-hmm. that was once your mother. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, oh, you're talking about her mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> not the not the other cursed creature that was sure. once an upstanding gnome. Mm-hmm. I believe that the term being, was abomination. The other, uh, yes, right, the abomination, the other being of infinite sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, go ahead and add a bottle of um, bottle of Lilith's tears. <laughs> add a bottle of Lilith's tears and a hefty heaping of more awkward awkward family tension. Mm-hmm. As always. But ultimately, she's uh, in slightly less distress when you're around than normal. So, you know, altogether good day for her. Oh, I got another one. Can I have your tears? It's for a science project. <laughs> <laughs> you punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I- All right. Well, that's the only weird shit I've got to take care of. I mean, Lovett will probably hang out with her mom for a small amount of time to be courteous and stuff, but, like, yeah, we don't need to go through all of it. It's just a minor point, but I think Curlo will have been hanging with Archie at a few points throughout the journey. Not to a weird extent, but just, you know, some nights just hanging out because they like their company. That's it. I am curious as to also how Riz and Curla kind of respond to the drider mother person of Lovett. Okay. Do we see it? Oh, I, I'm, I I'm curious if they see it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, just you going in the castle. I figured we stayed in. I don't know. Does she, I've, the way we described it before, I was under the impression she came out. I didn't really yeah. think that was hardly wise, but I figured she's far enough away from other towns, whatever. No. I will but, say that oh. Vera, with her uh, wagon, mm-hmm. with their cart, is a bit further away from the castle, like on the road. Rose would probably just park their cart near yours. Okay. I mean, Levette would invite people inside if they wanted to come in, but wouldn't impose it on anyone or anything like that. They don't go in? I don't think Rose would. I don't think Carla would either if it's going to be a quick trip. I mean, unless invited in, yeah. 
Alright, well, that's fair then. <laughs> Nobody has to know yet. Yeah, uh, frankly, in character, I would be happier for it to be that way anyway. Alright. Well, in that case, uh, during the intervening traveling time then, uh, Archie, Archie's gonna want to talk to Curla then. Oh. Oh! <gasps> Curla. Oi, yes? What can I do for you? Tell me about yourself. That's a that's a motherfucker. That's a pretty broad request, there. Right? Is there anything you want to know in particular? You seem troubled most times. Has someone hurt you? More than just the one, someone, yeah. Quite a few people, actually. If you're if you're keeping count, it was. Why? It was a long time ago. I was I was uh, quite young then, and there was a little bit of a misunderstanding. Things were said, things were done. That's the way of life, really. I imagine you've seen a little bit of that yourself, hanging out with this lot. I had a dog once. Oh, I. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> when I was younger. What is his name? It's all right if you don't want to talk about it. Zero. I can see that being the kind of name that you'd have for it, yeah. Were you close? I suppose you have to be. It's a dog. Everyone loves dogs. Yes. So, uh... Someone hurt Zero. Oh, no. And then Zero was gone. Is that similar to what happened to you? In a way, yeah. I, I suppose you could say that. Except, uh... In my situation, it was more like I was the one that hurt the dog than the dog themselves. If that makes sense to you. Why would you hurt the dog? I didn't want to. I didn't mean to. But sometimes you end up hurting people, even if you don't want to or need or mean to. I understand that very well. You are a kind person. Well, I'm not so sure about that most days, but it actually quite means a lot coming from you. You're uh you're still new to this world, I got that I, that picture, and you see things a little bit differently than the rest of us, and I find that quite refreshing. The cynicism hasn't hasn't quite uh, set in yet. I am not that young. I have been around for six years. Oi? That's a grand old age? Six years? So when's your birthday, then? What is his birthday? Did we ever come up with a real day for it? Fuck. Um, I think we did, but I don't remember. His like all his birthday is, as far as Levat was concerned, is the day she found him, though. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to come up with a, a canonical time for it right now? When did when did con- campaign one start? I can backtrack it from there. The ninth uh, of September. Ninth yeah. September. She probably traveled his, for. You know, it would be very close to her birthday. Now that I think about it, because I figure I don't, I don't know what the how long it would be. Really, you would know how long it would take to get the long way around the continent, which I figured is what she did. Uh, like, and I initially imagined that she went up through like, uh, shoot, uh, Selway and like the south end of the country or the continent, 
went around Parthenae and through the uh, Red Plains and stuff, so I don't know how long that would take. You'd say four to six months. Four to six months. Okay, so that would be a little longer than I thought. So, about May 16th. Oh, so when's your birthday then? I was not born exactly, but May 16th. Oh, that's coming up in a few weeks now, isn't it? I'm doing my maths right, yes. which, to be honest with you, I rarely am, but you would know better than I. Right. And then I will be seven. You will? Well, we must do something for it if we're still on the road. If we're still all together. Have you thought about what you'd like done? You can't You can't be celebrating a birthday as big as seven without doing something for it. I do not understand. What, you've never had a birthday party? No. Even I know about birthday parties. You know, your friends get together with family and you celebrate. At least that's that's what I'm told they're, they are. You know, they're supposed to be good fun from what I've heard. I've never had one. Right, well, we've got a few weeks. We're going to have to do something about that. If you'd like. I... I am worried. Worried? Why? Why worried? Do I need to... Do anything <sighs> special? No, not not at all. It's it's just a bit of fun. It's not anything to take too seriously. It's just a bit of fun, really. It's oh. just spending time with 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 loved ones, and I think everyone in this group quite likes you. So you know, well, that's what I do every day, though. I love so much. <laughs> Seven years old. It's more of a chance for for the other folks in your life to make it. Known to you how much they care about you. I see. Thank you, Grilla. Right, so if you if you'd like I can try and do something for it. I don't know if it'll be very, you know, a big celebration, but we can we can do something for it, I would think. I would like that. Alright. And I'm gonna pat whatever part I assume we're sitting down, so I'm just gonna gently pat whatever non sharp part of Archie that Curla can reach. He's mostly very curvaceous. Okay, good. Yeah. Imagine having a one of the characters you play with, their summon, having more backstory and development than you. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Alright, so yeah. I, I definitely think that Archie has more development than Vera. <laughs> 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 he, he's had an arc. <laughs> yeah. This this other player's class feature has had more of an arc than me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so yeah, it's okay. It's it's just because <laughs> Archie's lovable. He's lovely though. He's so nice. I love. Him. He's the best. I know. He's the best robot. I love him so much. He's thawing Curler. I mean, that's not easy. So Curler's yeah, mm-hmm. going to reach up and, and just pat Archie wherever they can reach. Yeah, and he's much bigger now, so it's probably like his knee. Honestly, if you're this big at seven, I can't imagine how large you're gonna be at eight. A growing boy like you, eh? Archie turns and like stops walking and looks at you. Do you think I will keep growing? We don't know. That's that's more something to ask. Uh, well, to ask Lavette, I would think. Everyone is so small now. <sighs> is that does that worry you? If everyone keeps getting smaller, I won't be able to see you anymore. <laughs> I'll still be here, you know that, right? Well, 
I don't think Lovett's going anywhere. I don't think the rest of us are going anywhere fast, you know. We'll still be here. Just because you can't say something doesn't mean that it's gone, you know. But zero is gone. That's a different kind of gone. It's difficult to understand, I, I know, but... I don't understand. I know. It's hard to explain. It's something that you kind of pick up as you get older, but... Sometimes you lose sight of things and it's because they are gone and sometimes you lose sight of things just because you think they're gone. And uh, it, it takes quite some time to learn to figure out which of those two gones is the real one. I don't want to lose sight of my friends. I don't think they want to lose sight of you either. So, if neither side wants to, I can't imagine it'll happen then. Erla. Oi? Would you mind if I carried you? Curla's gonna look momentarily just kind of stunned and also a little bit frightened. Right, well, you might uh, recall that I'm not that big on heights, but... Alright, yeah, as long as you're uh, you're careful, I, I, I trust you. Archie's going to lean down and uh, place a hand sort of in front of you to step on. And, uh... Yeah, he's, he's going to gently kind of raise you up to his shoulder. Right, so uh, can you see me a little bit better up here then? Yes. You feel better about it then? A bit, thank you. Right then. If I... I suppose I will have to have all of my friends on my shoulders. From what I've seen, you do carry most of us already. Fig his head turns... Figuratively speaking. Side slightly. Figuratively speaking. I see. I just want to do my best. I just mean that you succeed, yeah? You try your best and it shows. Thank you. And Archie will carry you for a while. Oh. So, while I'm on the, the subject of this, what's everyone else's birthday? Because I can actually add these in to the calendar in this game. So I can add in... Uh... 31st, Karis's birthday. Of October. November 11th, Petravian. 11-11, alright. November 16th, Vera. June 6th, Lovett's birthday. August 8th, Sol's birthday. I don't know if it matters, but it's in my calendar. Cool. Well, in that case, we're going to zoom ahead. It is now the 29th of April. You guys have passed through Reitberg, Brockhagen, Ulsberg, Wittingen, and on into the mountains to get back to the hive and you arrive at the hive the uh, the, the cart and the vardo and uh, you all see before you a sprawling little village up in the mountains uh, population of this place is probably now what would you say Vera uh, in the low hundreds it's very impressive since last time I was here yeah there's a there's a number of houses medieval style apartments in a way they're like smaller smaller shared housing areas food storage buildings there's a meadery and a lot then, of people course, are just like working and stuff i'm sure mm -hmm. fields the, yeah the farm fields around it and then also there's of course the stone temple that's now been cleaned off and polished and all that of uh to mellifera all right so as you are all entering 
uh, the town, a young child is going to rush up toward the cart as it arrives. Sister Vera! Sister Vera, you're back! Hello, sister. Watch out for watch out for the wheels. I know. I'm not gonna get caught by the wheels. Did you have an adventure? Are you are you back to stay now? I hope so. And it was quite eventful, yes. I'll be sure to tell you all about it. Where's Brother Petra? He'd be uh, riding uh, alongside of the car- of the carriage with his. On, on chisel. Vera motions with her head to where Petra is. This child will rush around the cart in front of it while it's still moving, because of course it's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, rushes around to the side. Brother Petra! Brother Petra! Young one, how are you? I'm doing good. I heard you had an adventure. Oh. I haven't seen you in a long time. Wait till we regale you a bit. It was, it was, it was very fruitful. You want to hop up? Uh huh. Petro will lean down and to take their arm. This tiny elfin child is going to rush over and uh, scrabble up the side of Chisel. Hop. You remember how to how to work the reins, right? Uh huh. You <laughs> and. Uh, this this kid is gonna take the reins and just flip like flick them real hard, and Chisel's just gonna go off on a on a, a gallop. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vera. <laughs> oh, you you've got it covered, and Vera will take the cart and park it in front of the temple. All right, you take the cart and you park it in front of the temple. I ask- you can already hear the hum of the hive inside. It fills you with a sense of calm. I assume Curler and... Back. Sorry. You're fine, go ahead. I just assume Curler and Riz are at the uh, atop the front of the, the Vardo, side by side as they usually are. Okay. So that comes to a stop there next to the cart in front of a large stone temple. Curler's going to turn to Riz. I, I don't like this. This is... I really don't, don't like this, Riz. I thought it was going to be more of a shithole, not gonna lie. It looks nicer than I thought it would. <laughs> I fucking love Riz. Oh, that makes it even more dangerous. Bye. <coughs> Go on. What's wrong? It's easier to be taken in by all the, you know, the shiny buildings. If it were a shithouse, they'd have fewer followers, I'm sure. I'd like the two of you to make perception checks, please. Aye, aye, Captain. Different campaign. 34. And for me, that is... Can we get another nat, another nat 20? Hopefully. Ah, so right. close. 29. I'm wondering if Vera's perceiving any of this. Uh, we're, I mean, we're in different carts, so... Uh, so the two of you definitely succeed on this check, and that is, if you listen, you can hear what sounds like an enormous beehive nearby. Just millions of the damn things. Buzzing, all in unison. It sounds like it's going from inside the building. Oh, I thought that was humming. I thought they had an acapella group. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, bees. It was just the bees all along. Karola, I know it is a elder being. I am not stupid. But it has given us gifts. And it is still a god. 
I wonder if it could become like a uh, actual god of the pantheon, if the people are good or do things that work well for that. Oi. And I'm afraid of that same thing happening. Why? You want to give gods more power? More power to meddle? There's an eyebrow, like a cocked eyebrow raised from Riz, and they just look away from you. You can hear Vera yelling to Levette in the cart. Alright, come on, let's go. Not just getting down, it's... Why do there have to be so many bees on the steps? How do I get down without stepping on them? We'll get out of the way. <laughs> ah! They're coming after me! No! Uh, they'll, they'll be back. Horse, stay here. Don't do shit. Don't do any stu- Don't. Don't even argue with me. We are not here for that long. Hopefully. Quite right, hopefully. There's Horses an expression go. on Riz's face, but they don't look at you. Horse is going to stomp a hoof. Really? You're going to start this? When we just start? I understand. I know what will change your tune. And out of their cloak, they pull out a carrot. What now? <laughs> what do you think now? Hmm? It stands perfectly still. That's what I thought. As if here hiding you go. from the, as if trying to hide from the carrot. Here, would you like it? Take the carrot. This Horse is what remains you... perfectly still. Sets carrot down in front of it. <laughs> Steps back, stares. The horse stares at the carrot on the ground for a while. You usually love those. I'm going to walk away. Don't do shit. I will know. Just walks over to Vera. Well, we are here. We are? Let's get in the temple so we can do this as swiftly as possible. You seem chipper. Well, I'm finally back home. Welcome home! Uh, running toward you both uh, is a, an elk moving at extreme speed. Slow down! At us? Yeah, right at you. Uh, I will use its... hold monster. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I will Virtual. I will use stone shield. Let me guess. It's, like it's going to work. <laughs> it's not worked for me a billion times. Oh, no, it's a kaiju elk. I'm like, I might as well just not even try. Finally. It finally works. The first time <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay. So what happens is uh, Riz, you cast Hold Monster and mm-hmm. Chisel just paralytically freezes. But that doesn't stop his momentum. <laughs> so he's going to go like ass overhead and fall forward and like skid on his back. And he's going to fling both Petra and this child in the air. I'm going to grab for so. Doobie. Go ahead and make a reflex save. Okay. That is a so Vera, Vera, you you grab this child the, from the air and are uh, holding her in your hand. Let's have her like on the side, just kind of like, carry her like dog style. <laughs> She's got like a grin from ear to ear. I thought Petra is supposed to teach you how to actually ride that thing. I was. I was gonna stop. Hello there. You are so adorable. I'll set Raduvi down. Hello there. What is your name? She like she stands there, looks up at you. Her eyes go wide as saucers, and she says, "Who are you?" My name is Risen. It is so good to meet you. You have not given name. That is okay if you do not want to. 
I'm Rituvi. Hi, Rituvi. I can say your name easily. That's as good. Would you like a sugar cube? It is sweet. It is sweet. Sure. Here you go. And just holds it out for... Kind of... Riz, Riz has gone down to their knees to have eye contact with this child. She Did takes she takes it out of your hand, pops it in her mouth, and just crunches on it. Mmm. <laughs> it's really sweet. It's kind of like honey, but dry. Well, uh... We have a lot of honey around here. Makes sense. Uh, I also have a flower. It pulls it out of nowhere. If you want one, too. Am I supposed to eat that, too? No, you do not have to eat it. Usually people like flowers as gifts. This is what I've learned. Um, they find it uh, sentimental, I think. Nah. It's because bees like flowers. Puts it away. (laughs) What do you like? I like Mr. Chompy. (laughs) (laughs) Is is that Chisel? (laughs) She pulls... No, she pulls out a tiny stuffed animal. Um... Out, out of her out of her pouch that she has on her hip and holds it up. It's it's a stuffed felt like plushy thing that's sort of floppy and, and stuffed with maybe cotton, you're not sure. And she holds it up and it sort of shakes in her hand. It has little buttons sewn on its eyes. Make a knowledge nature check. Okay. Also its mouth is like super like unhinged kind of thing where it can open like all the way back like it's mm-hmm. the top of its head, it can like go to the yeah. back. It's it's a little plushy boulet. Twenty seven. Yeah, it's it's a little plushy boulet. That is adorable. Oh, I love him. Hello, Mr. Chompy. Hello, I'm Mr. Chompy. <gasps> oh my goodness! I did not know he talked. Amazing. <gasps> I love Mr. Chompy. Maybe not as much as you, <laughs> but he is very amazing. Mm hmm. He's my best friend. Well, <gasps> Sister Vera, I guess, is. But Mr. Chompy's the second best friend. Second best friend makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then then Brother Petra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, what has happened to Petra? <laughs> yeah. Just the I, I was letting so, all that happen. I didn't want to interrupt because it was so, adorable. No, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. So, so Petra, just to rewind time slightly, uh, Petra lands uh, well enough taking no damage from the, the fall. And uh, the spell will wear off a few seconds later, and Chisel will get up, like, looking a little bit disheveled. But the like two a, of you are no worse for the wear. It's like a superhero landing, like, but sideways. Like, yeah, that's it. Well, I am here to help your best friend, Sister Vera. It is good to meet you, Radovi. And Mr. Chompy. It's good to meet you, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just stands up, brushes themselves. Just keeps smiling at Radubi. Well, Vera, you said we were on the time schedule. Yes, had to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah while, while you were talking to oh, Radubi, okay. Vera was talking to a few people just on the side, telling him not to touch your Vargo because she doesn't trust that shit. Mm. Or the horse. Vardo. <laughs> Vardo. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you look over, the horse is still standing there, unmoving, but the carrot is gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, hi love that <laughs> great conversation <laughs> I don't really figure Levette would would be all that good with kids that aren't her robot 
because they're like the same size as you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's on it. That is a big part of it. Is because there's like this huge stigma against her as soon as she got out of the steam aisle, and it's all because of kids. So there's just this tension of like, <laughs> you're the reason people treat me weird. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like I imagine the first time Raduvi met you, mm-hmm. they didn't really understand that you weren't a kid. Yeah, and probably wanted to play with you, and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, no. I'm like, I literally only have one leg. And then at that point, Rudy's like, oh, you're like a kid, but you're no fun. Mm-hmm. You're like a not fun kid. <laughs> so then Rudy never like hung out with you after that. I would love for them to get along, but yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Just the, And also there's that feeling with Levette of like, forgetting that kids are dumb. Just because they're like, that small equals stupid. Being like, oh, hey, can you take care of this? And they're like, I don't understand. She's like, oh my god. If children are so big, it's so confusing. Well, these introductions are great. But, and Vera will pick up Raduvi again. It's time to go into the temple. So, everyone, let's get going. Is it worship time already? A little something different this time. Oh, okay. Can Mr. Chompy come? Of course he can come. Yay! <laughs> Just don't try to dip him in the font again. Well, I thought that he would get strong like you. Maybe, maybe sometime. Why isn't he brother chompy yet? Oh, I, I, I guess I just don't get this whole <laughs> like, religion thing. Like Vera's face just kind of like goes blank. Like, I have no answer for this. <laughs> and I hope Raduvi doesn't hear it. It's like, you have insulted me and my religion. <laughs> <laughs> well, inwards? Yes. I look around. Is Curla anywhere? Curla is, is lurking kind of as far from the group as, as is socially acceptable. Yep, I haven't put your tokens down yet. That's why. He died. He's dead. He died on the way back to his home planet. Yep. Okay, so what's Curly doing? Um, they're sort of hanging out on the periphery of the group. Like, they're with the group, but they're as far away from the main mass as can be considered still with gotcha. the group, if that makes sense. And they're kind of huddled okay. inside their their cloak. Hood definitely up. Is, is Curly going to go inside the yeah, temple? Yeah, they, they'll the go inside group? the temple with great trepidation, and they'll be hanging very much towards the back. But they, then, gotcha, gotcha. And they'll probably pause on the threshold before entering, but they're not going to... They're not going to stay behind, though. Okay. So, the lot of you enter the Temple of Mellifera, and it is... has it has, been, it has been cleaned, and it looks fresh and lovely right now. It appears that this has become, like, the center of worship for this whole group. There is this massive hive built up... Like, the, the, the arc of this room goes up this massive, like, vaulted ceiling, and it's just filled with this enormous sort of lumpy beehive that kind of comes down and still, like, stalactites in places of this giant hive. And there's just this constant buzz and this huge swarm of bees that's always moving around under it as they, you know, go in and out of the windows searching for, you know, flowers. But the entire place is filled with this low hum that sort of seems to penetrate your very form. And I assume Petra would probably notice that there's probably more people than he is used to seeing here. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, as soon as the congregation is gathering. So, Vera's going to start walking up to the altar, to the font. Well, this is a public event. What is going on? I mean, you're about to come here, but it looks like you have a plan there. Yeah. That's going, what are we doing? We're initiating the beginning of the rebirth of Malifra. Petra will uh, will take will um, follow closely uh, closely behind uh, Vera. Oh, do I have the other items, or do I have to retrieve them from like my room? Uh, you have the other items are going to be in your room, but you can retrieve them easily enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll have someone uh, grab those. Like, okay, one of one of the other members will go and fetch those for you, and within a short moment, you find yourself up near the front of the room. You have. A circlet, a ring, and a necklace in front of you. All of which, now that they're near each other, seem to just vibrate with power. Alright, so what Vera's going to do is first activate the necklace. Mm-hmm. And just say, Siblings of the Hive, the ritual that we have been waiting for is about to initiate. Please, those who wish to be present... Come to the temple immediately. Uh, a moment later, there will be a rush of people entering the building. I will then activate Malifra's sting and talk to it. Malifra, sister, what do we do now? You have done well, sister. What is next is very simple. Don these items on your person and submerge yourself in the font. No, I don't I like it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, I don't no. like it. So, Vera's going to put on the ring and then also the circlet. So, once people have gathered, Vera will approach the altar and the font and sit down like on the edge of it and will say once again into the necklace, Ute Vesimbis. And will slowly submerge themselves into the honey. Does anyone want to say or do anything while Vera uh, begins to climb into the font? Uh, Petra will uh, will go up to the font and and say, "Vera, what what is going on? I understand we get. I thought we were going to put these into the font. I don't know what the use is of them yet, but I'm also kind of doing something here, Petra. I know." <laughs> I. Every time you go into that font, it's you get more power. But this seems very, very, one hundred percent committal. I don't know what will happen, but I trust my sisters. I trust my brothers. I trust you. Do what you must. What's going on? And Pe- Petra so will turn. At this point, Petra will turn so back at, to the. At seat. this point. Okay. At, at this point, Vera is about knee-deep in this font. Oh, okay. And is being, uh, you know, Petra's stopping her, and, uh, you know, Lovette's now moving up to talk. Go ahead, Lovette. What's going on? What are you doing? Oh my... Are you going to be okay? <sighs> I should be fine, Lovette. Riz <laughs> starts clapping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the uh, people that are joined with us and kind of like make a motion to like 
like start grabbing them, just like bring them back into the pews. So in that case, uh, some some people are going to come by and uh, guide guide you, Levette, over to sit down. Don't touch me. <laughs> sit down. Great show. Love it. They move up to basically what? anyone who's not seated. They'll 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 try to start nudging you guys to go take seats. Oh, so sorry. Do not know. I prefer standing, but okay. Yeah. So a couple of them will come up to Curla as well. Cut. Please have a seat, sister. Don't call me that. Curla's just like the deadest voice possible. They blink <laughs> with their dead cultist eyes. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Come sit behind the pew over here, okay? Come here. Come sit behind me. Archie very, very carefully moves between these pillars to not break them. Moves up behind the pillars. And there's, again, there's a crowd of people in here. So Archie's doing his best to not step on anyone. I think Curla's going to approach Vera. Alright, Curla moves up to the front of the room. So Vera's currently, like, halfway in the font. Uh, So Curla moves up. To the edge of the font as well. Why do I feel like I'm using another font today? Huh? What? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Just Would you like a sugar thing. cube? <laughs> okay. Here <laughs> you go! Let stress eats the sugar cube. So what was going More like what was anxious gonna nibbling. Curler's going to take a step closer, I think, if that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, you know, the font. Yeah, but not without getting in it or anything and they're gonna they're gonna speak very quietly and very very controlled do you know what you're doing what i need to what you need to or what your god wants you to it should be the same Melly's my family curla i know you don't trust the gods but i trust this one how much more are they gonna ask of you how much more of you are they gonna take before it's enough i'll give everything if it's for my family. And Vera's going to continue all the way into the font. Alright, Vera. You push yourself off the edge of the font and descend to the deepest point where it's now uh, up to your shoulders. Uh, the items that you're wearing are vibrating much more strongly now. And that golden honeycomb that floats above the font is also glowing a brighter, brighter color. The entire place is for lack of a better term, buzzing with power right now. I won't be a witness to this. Curlis is going to stalk off. Uh, so your your uh, instruction was to submerge yourself in the font. Do you want to dunk your head under? Yes. Alright. So at that point, Vera dunks her head under the honey. There is a moment of intense silence as everyone in the room watches this font ripple and move with Vera submerged underneath. The light from the items Vera is wearing is growing brighter and brighter, and this honeycomb that's suspended in air above the font is growing brighter and brighter that it's now painful to look at. You know, people shield their eyes just uh, as, a, as a reflex. And then, all at once, Vera emerges from the pool. She scrabbles out of the font, covered completely in honey. There is a light like pulsating from these three objects that are getting 
like uh, the, the pulsating nature of the light is increasing in speed as something is happening. Petra stands up and approaches Vera and says, Vera, are you okay? Petra moves up next to Vera and attempts to help. And as that happens, something else is going to take place. You all notice all at once the hive, the, the buzzing, all the bees. It all stops. The noise just ends. As if all the bees just went silent. As if they all just stopped moving. They all landed and then just stopped buzzing their, their wings. The breathing, all the people, everyone is just just staring at Vera, seeing like what's going to happen next. And then out from the very walls, strange things are going to materialize. They're going to just bleed through the walls as if they were ethereal in nature. And some of you have seen this, these things before. Some of you haven't. But uh, four creatures, four beings, are going to materialize in this room. I swear if they're will-o'-the-wisps. <gasps> you see four creatures that Vera and Petra and Lavette know as lost souls. Why would Petra know that? Sorry, what? what? Why would oh, Petra? No, Petra, Petra would not know. Petra... Petra was explained about... Oh, yeah, Petra yeah. Petra was told, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, but I didn't think he'd know it visually. He oh, okay. Well, based on the description. Sorry, in that case, only Lavette and Vera know it based on sight. Correct. Technically, only Levette. Actually, you know what? Vera wasn't yeah. there. It's ah! only Lavette. <laughs> only Lavette. <laughs> Holy cow! Only, only the old veteran, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little more PTSD to... Yeah, to so the, in that case, uh, Lavette, you see four Marcuses pop into the room. Basically, four of these lost souls. They all ah! appear into the room and immediately move to attack. Is there a specific person they're attacking? Uh, it's hard to tell. Okay. Yet, because they haven't made any actions yet. But I'm going to go ahead and roll initiatives for all y'all. So the very first thing that's going to happen is the lost soul uh, to the northwest of the room is going to rush over toward Vera and immediately make an attempt to grab something off of Vera. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I need a fortitude save from Vera, please. Okay. Oof, my Say oof. It. 13. That's not good. Okay, Vera's going to take 15 points of damage. Okay. 15 or 50? 15. Oh, okay. 1-5. Jeez. I, I had a heart attack for a second. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, what? No. So what's going to happen is this creature is going to move a, a strange ethereal hand, and it's going to slash at Vera's face. Uh, it's going to strike Vera for 15 points of damage, as well as... Seven points of Condrain. Okay. Oh, so, so that's going to lower... Good God. Uh, Vera's HP is now 39 of maximum of 54. So, yeah, Condrain is no fucking joke. Cool. And uh, it's also going to knock Vera backwards, back into the font. And also you notice that the circlet is missing off your head. So this thing is swiped at your head... It's taking the circlet off of you and knocking you backwards. Riz, you're up. Hi there. I would like to use two Rizzes and cast Chain Lightning on the one that just attacked Vera. Two Rizzes? Uh, ri riz being Reach, or okay. it, it's Fate Point. It's my class. Okay. <laughs> so, 
that would put it up to 50 feet so it could reach all of them. Hopefully 60 damage. We'll see if they succeed the DC. Excellent. All right, one second. And this is, so you said it's going to, you increase the reach to hit all of them? Yes. Okay. So okay. I'm specifically aiming right here for you. This is going to mm-hmm. be cut up. Well, that's fine. Okay. okay. In that case, uh, the DC on that was 23. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Three of them pass, one fails. Okay. So let me apply some damages here. Okay. So Riz, you arc a chain lightning across the room, striking all four of these creatures and burning away parts of their ethereal cloaked forms. Only the one on the far side of the room seems to really take the blunt of it. What the fuck out of these things? Uh, I'm going to have Archie move forward on his turn. Could you, do you want to step somewhere so you won't be squeezing with him? I don't know where it would be best for you, but I'm going to have him step upwards to the left. Step 15 feet over onto the rug through the pews. That way you can take the brunt of this thing. Alright. The next Lost Soul is up, and it's going to five foot step over next to Petra. It's going to move to the west five feet, and it's going to try to swipe at Petra. That is going to strike for 16 damage to Petra. Okay. Negative energy. And then also, I need a fortitude save. Yep. 26. Cool. You take no con drain. Whew, thank God. All right. Next one's up. Uh, This one's going to move more over the pews here, and it's going to push a hand down into one of the people in the pews and uh, start drinking them. And that person is just going to immediately, like, seize up and die on the spot. And then uh, the last one is going to move in past Curla over into the pews and do the same thing and drink a random person. They're only attacking the people of the hive. Curla, you have initiative. So, Curla is going to basically decide, oh shit, these creatures are undead. I need to do something. They are going to run 30 feet to their their west-northwest, casting a spell as they go to keep them from the sight of these two creatures, at least temporarily while they're doing this. Uh, And then the minute they get into a good position between the three, they are going to channel energy. Alrighty, so that is going to be a channel energy there from Curla. It channels for 19, and I need to roll some saves. Okay, so it is a DC 21 will save. Boom, 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 boom. That is a pass, fail, pass, pass. Oh, God. Lovely. Okay, so this one here is going to take full damage. Alright, Curla, you channel positive energy, and you feel that you have done a little bit of damage to all of these creatures around you. They sizzle slightly from the burst of energy from you. Lavette, you have initiative. So, I guess, I don't know. Cause I, I, she's, <laughs> I know what she wants to do, but I don't really want her to be so stupid. Uh, the not stupid part I know she's going to do is going to cast Magic Fang. Start with the basics, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to need some magic attacks on Archibald. So he's got these big, they're like the size of great sword blades now coming out of his arms. And she's gonna uh, run over by Riz and call over to Vera. Ah! Uh, and that'll end my turn. That was you saying Vera? That was her shouting Vera. It sounded like Va! <laughs> Vera! <laughs> Alright. 
Vera, you uh, and are I'm gonna be right back. in the font. Okay. You are so covered got, so in got, honey. So I got pushed into the font. Yeah, you got pushed into the font, but you are you are covered in honey currently. So. Uh, and the circlet has been stolen from your head. So first of all, I'd like to request if I could do something as a free action. What would you like to do? I'd like to swallow. Oh, no. <gasps> no! No! Oh, I didn't no. want to do this, but... Kyle. Oh, no. Okay, you feel you feel power surge through you. Uh, you immediately, if you weren't already, you, you immediately go into your boon form. You feel like the exoskeleton on you has gotten has gotten heavier. It's beginning to to almost look spiky in places. Groovy. You feel a deep sense of anger in your very core, like. Like this, this untapped hate that exists inside you suddenly awakens, and it just fills you with a murderous rage. These things, these abominations, have interrupted the most sacred and important day of your life. They are going to have to pay. So, question. All of your stat damage is removed. Yeah! Oh, hell yeah! I'm still really concerned, though. Vera's going to fly up 25 feet. Okay. Uh, and that would... Is that alright if that provokes, then? Yep. Oh, wait, is that only for one? Correct? For one, yeah. Yes. Okay. Alright. You fly up 25 feet. This is going to swipe at you, and it's going to strike you for 10 points of damage. Make a fortitude save, please. Alright. See another three come up. Fortitude? Yep, fortitude. 21. 21. Not very good. DC is slightly higher than that, just barely. Reroll. Burn it. Can do. So Riz will just swirl a finger really quick in Vera's direction. And everyone else sees this jolt in time. 24. Pass. Yes! Hell yeah! Yeah! Teamwork! (laughs) So, Vera's going to do is... She's going to burst out of the font, mm-hmm. uh, taking this hit that just I assume just goes right through her, mm-hmm. and her arms catch a blaze, and she centers a flame strike right onto, I believe, can I hit the two on the left side without hitting any of my followers? Yes. Alright, because I assume they stood uh, far enough back like to where the actual... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there a lot of them are running away at this point anyway. So awesome. That is going to be fifty-two damage. Hell yeah! Oh, All nice. Right, roll some saves here. What? Uh, one pass, one fail. So the pass will take half. Boom! All right. So a column of fire appears in the room and really roasts the one standing next to you, or the one nearest to you. Takes real nasty brunt of that. More of its uh, more of its shadowy form is burned away by that fire. All right, that takes us to Petra. All right, so what do you think of Petra? Okay. All this shit going on around me. <laughs> um, Petra will have seen Vera getting knocked into the font. The, what was it? What was it? Tiara or Diadem or... Uh... Circler. 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 <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Vera, how's your Tiara? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and he will take, and Petra will go after the one to that attacked Vera. So he will take, uh, so Petra will take a five foot step to the west and activate Smite. Holy smiting this guy. And a full round attack on this lost soul. Let's see how Life's Charge does. And full attack. Oh shit. There you go. Oh, oh my shit. god. Oh shit. There you okay. go. That's the kind of hits I'm looking for. Oh shit. Okay, so for the podcast, uh, that is a 45, a nat 20, or 41, which is a nat 20. Uh, and I believe it confirms? On a, a 30? Yeah. Uh, and then your third attack is, is a 21. 21 yes. Yeah. Okay, so the first attack, uh, you rolled a 45. Uh, that is going to hit and deal 25 damage to the Lost Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this also doesn't... Since these are evil, mm-hmm. uh, it actually is going to do double damage on the first hit because of your smite. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's an additional 13 damage from that first attack. So it actually hits for uh, 38 damage. Wow. 25. So I'll add that on there. Okay. Uh, and then uh, your holy effect on your weapon isn't being calculated. Uh, or sorry, it is. I just I need to add that as well. So that is six more damage from the holy effect from the first attack. Okay. And that takes us around to the second attack, which is a critical hit. Yay! <laughs> so this is going to deal oh, shit. <laughs> uh, with the additional positive damage versus evil, uh, this is going to deal 92 damage. Oh, oh shit! Um, let's see. Bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, you gain plus two attacks on all... plus two to hit on all your attacks next round. It's called momentum. So, oh. uh, you strike this lost soul for 92 damage, mm-hmm. and it is evaporated. Everything we have gotten thus far, that was the best crit you could have gotten because it it's still good even though the guy is dead. That's fantastic. Oh shit, yeah. Oh damn. Okay, so Petra, your your uh, your mace, your hammer rather, your hammer swings through this thing and flashes with light as it strikes this lost soul, and it is reduced to dust. Uh, the circlet that it was that it was holding skitters across the floor and lands about 10 feet to the west of the lost soul. This is from the, mem- the momentum of the strike causes it to skitter over. And I'll mark its location on the map for you all. Let me just put a tile down here. Alright, in that case, Archie is up. Archie is going to five foot step to the north. He's going to like step up Captain Morgan on one of these pews <laughs> over these, these people's heads. And uh, he's only got two arms right now. But he's got the magic thing, so hopefully that will help his damage. Let me go ahead and copy that to everyone else's sheets, and I'm going to roll his attack. I'm going to go with a power attack, because I think they could probably hit these things. That is... Ooh, oh my god! Effect. Oh, oh I rolled boy. private, my bad. Oh. Uh, he rolled a 29 for his first attack, and a 31 for his second one. Okay, so that lost soul is struck with both attacks. Oh, nice. That's going to be 26 and 27. For reductions. He's just gonna try and pry this thing off of people. Okay. Alrighty. So Archie's raining some blows down on this lost soul, and that takes us to Riz. Beginning of round two. Nice. I'm gonna throw out another chain lightning, this time going with 
two Vaz for extra power. Okay. And Rizzle aim to the one that's in the middle of the two and make their Eden symbol with the Tiamat behind it and push it towards. And they shall cast it. I really like the 60 from last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 44 is pretty nice. 44 is nice, as long as they fail. Okay, you cast Chain Lightning again. Uh, and then you need to roll some additional damage dice, I believe. Yeah. Just two dice. Okay, so that's uh, two levels each, so that's going to be four levels higher, and this is per caster level, so it's going to be 46 additional. Okay. 14. Okay, so that's going to be 58. 58. Alright, let's do some rolls here to see if they pass their saves. Okay. You see 23, that is a pass, fail, pass. It's something. Okay. Your chain lightning uh, lashes around the room and does a significant amount of damage to the one in the west and the one in the east. The one in the center of the room, near Curla and Petra and Vera, uh, takes a bit less damage than the rest, but they all seem to be taking quite a lot of damage from all of you at this point. Oh yeah, I was going to So Archie's attacks, are his, they seem to be working? Oh, they're magical, so yeah, they're nice. Alrighty. So, the lost soul up in the north of the room is going to move a little closer to Vera, and take a swipe at Vera up in the air. And this one is going to be going for one of the other items that Vera is carrying, probably the ring. Okay, Vera, you're going to take nine points of damage from negative energy. I need you to make another fortitude save, please. Yes! Nice. Woo! Nice. 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 Right. Cool. Okay, so the attack is going to uh, sort of pass since it's in corporeal touch, the way this is working, it's ethereal, it scratches its way through you, and the, literally the only thing it seems to be able to touch is that ring, so it sort of scoops it off your finger as it as it swipes through you and takes this thing into itself. Okay. All right. So, rushing from the side of the room, uh, you see a young elf. Oh, that was the worst one. Oh, no. Rushes over and picks up the circlet. Sister Vera, I got it! I got it! It's safe! She she picks it up, holding it uh, in her in one hand over her head while she has uh, Mr. Chompy in the other hand. And then that will take us to the lost soul on the west side of the room. It is going to swoop down and envelop both the circlet and the young child in sort of, into sort of a sphere of darkness. Alright, that takes us to the lost soul on the east side of the room, and uh, it is going to make a five-foot step over, and it's going to swing at Curla. It's going to equal portal strike at this oracle, uh, to which it hits, deals 11 points of negative energy damage, and I need a fortitude save from Curla, please. That is a 10. Reroll. Is it? Yeah, well, I'm gonna make you reroll. Okay, I wasn't questioning, I'm just curious as to why, that's all. Because they control fate. That's a 23. That seems to be working out pretty well. Thanks. <laughs> Does 23 pass? A 23 is exactly what is needed to pass. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I mean, thank you. I just don't understand how come I got two. That's <laughs> because I used my class. It's a class thing for me. Oh, Riz can burn, okay. Risk okay. burn fate points to make people get rerolls. Thank so, you very much, then, Riz. You see, this one's taking a bit more out of Riz as their hand gestures are becoming more violent the more they're doing this 
Lavette, you'll probably see. Uh, yeah. So their hand gesture becomes more violent, and Carla's almost terrible experience suddenly isn't as terrible. Thank you. So, uh, what is the what is Raduvi doing? Is she still alive? You're not sure. There's sort of a ball of of magical darkness yeah, where so she was you, standing. So you hear just Vera shriek, just save her, just straight up. I can't do the voice, unfortunately. <laughs> That's all right. That's gonna take us to Curla. Will would Curla have seen the other? Undead envelop the oh yeah yeah, yeah child yeah, you're, you're aware of what's going on there okay despite the fact that I was just being attacked by the other one yeah okay cool and I would have heard Kerala so I would have seen a huge undead spirit <clears throat> enveloping a small child right that being the case Kerala is going to basically haul ass to the northwest whilst casting grace again to avoid any attacks of opportunity. So their hands will be moving very, very quickly and intricately, and light will be dancing between their fingers. Lovely. And they will, as I said, haul ass to the northwest to stand beside the undead that just enveloped the small child. And they will reach out their left hand, which is brimming with red energy, and held the fingers held rigid and almost spasming slightly as this red energy becomes a ball and just expands and expands and they, taking a deep breath, lay their hand on this creature uh, and mm-hmm. cast heal. Oh boy. Alright. So, oh to strike with this spell, you need to make a oh touch attack. Uh, it will heal for, it will do 130 damage if it hits. Um, it, it gets a will save as well, but you also need to make a touch attack. So to do that, uh, you would want to just go into your character sheet under the combat tab and just make a base attack bonus roll. That is nice. a 26. Fucking beautiful is what that is. That's, that's, that's not a 26, that's fucking beautiful is what that is. Alright, so, Curla, you reach forward and you lay a hand on this ball of darkness and you put all of all of this divine power that flows through you into this thing and it just rips its way across this creature i'm going to have it rake a, a, a save against this okay so it's going to lovely okay so you bring a hand to it energy ripples through the creature and it is undone. There is uh, a blast of, of what seems like air just pushes it away, and just like so much dust and smoke, it's gone. I would say it's quite dark. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in its place is a bare spot on the ground. <gasps> Hell no. Oh no. Both the child and the circlet are gone. Right. It just screams from Vera. Lovett, you have initiative. Well, that is kind of in a panic. This is bringing up a lot of extremely complex feelings very, very quickly for her. Uh, so, she's going to race over 20 feet, run just under these pews, under people's legs and shit, to where 
This is the key I want. It's where Dewey was. Like, looking around for her. Uh, she was getting ready to hit this thing with a hold monster. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it, like, got disintegrated. So she's running up like, no, 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 no! Um, I guess while she's running over, she's going to quick flip a switch. Keep buffing Archie. I'm going to toss a... Uh, so that would be a great evolution surge. Second pair of arms jut out of his ribs. And uh, let's look around for any traces of the child. Can I, like, make a perception? Yeah, go for it. Or something. Oh, hey. Hey, look I at that. Okay for once. rolled above a 10. She's paying attention. Mm -hmm. And look what happens. All it took was potential disappearance or death of a child. Yeah. Yeah, it just took more trauma, mm -hmm. and then Levette would pay attention. Oh. And you see nothing there. It's as if the child was there one moment and just gone the next. Not even like a scorch mark? Not even a scorch mark, no. I guess that's good, I think. I don't know. It's not good. Vera, you have an issue. Alrighty. Hmm. Uh, make a perception check, by the way. Just Vera. Alrighty. That's a 23. Okay. Not very good. Cool, cool. Uh, that is... That's enough to get the sense that, like, beyond the rage that you're experiencing right now, uh, you also feel like something is wrong. Like, you, not just the fact that Raduvi just disappeared, but something, something else is wrong. And it's hard to put a finger on what it is. Anyway, go ahead. So how are they taking these things, by the way? Are they just... How does that work? Are they just passing through and then they can grab onto that? Onto the yeah, it's it's as if the these items are the only thing they're able to touch. So it swipes it, it swiped the last one swiped its hand through your hand and took the ring off of it when it did so. And the first one did the same thing with the circlet you were wearing. So it stands to reason that they would also be able to do the same with the uh, the necklace. Right. Oh, they have, they the, have ring. the ring. Yeah, the, the ring is currently oh, being held the by the Lost Soul to the east of Vera, and the circlet was in the one that was just vaporized by Curla. <sighs> oh, dear. Good shot, by the way, Curla. Hell of a good shot. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So, Vera just feels that, obviously, they're taking all these things, because this is what's going to bring Melifera back. So, Vera... Just starts to break apart and turn into a swarm of bees, mm -hmm. uh, absorbing the the necklace in basically inside of her. Good choice. Can't steal it if you can't see it. If it doesn't technically exist on this plane or whatever. <laughs> I don't know okay. witchcraft. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Swamp witch magic. Yeah. <laughs> and Vera's going to rise up. And into the swarm on the ceiling. Alrighty. So you burst into a swarm of bees and fly to the top of the room. Uh, the creature is going to swipe at you ineffectively as you do so. Alright, that takes us on to Petra. Okay, so I have two options. I could attack just as a, a full round attack with another smite. Or I could use life's charge. Uh, yeah, it's, it casts heal as a level 10 cleric, so it would heal for 100 hit points. Once a day. Once per day, yes. And <laughs> I'd say go for casting heal to get rid of it. Yeah. Then that is what Petra shall do. Okay. Uh, go ahead and strike. Uh, make a melee attack with your weapon to deliver the attack, then. You got it. Uh, single. Uh, just a single? 
Yeah, single okay. attack. And 26. 26. Okay, a 26 is enough to hit. Okay. So you're going to deal uh, 10 points of damage with the life's charge normal, actually, like, strike. Mm-hmm. You're going to do 10 additional damage from the holy effect. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to expend your daily use of... Life's charge. Life's charge. So it's going to get a saving throw. We'll roll that right now. It rolled a nat one. Yes! Hey! So it's going to take 100 damage. On right. top of the uh, so already... Your... On top of what, our, what, we are, what we've already gotten on them. Right? Yeah, so. so you strike for 20 damage, and then your life's charge uh, heal goes off. Hits for an additional 100 damage, uh, doing a very similar thing to what Curla just did to the other one, and just vaporizes it into dust. Petra strikes the lost soul, and as he's hitting them, he concentrates on his hammer, and it starts to glow this bright, brilliant white, and explodes the lost soul into the into dust. Awesome. Awesome. Alright, that takes us to Archie. Alright, uh, he's just gonna move then the old fashioned way. Uh, over here. Oh, not there, sorry. One, five, so, uh, he's gonna like step over these pews, right over past Riz, over towards the carpet. Um, <laughs> I don't wanna mess up Bear's temple too much. <laughs> But I kind of want him to pick up a pew and just beat this thing with it. I mean, wood's easy to find. <laughs> That's true. I mean, for like, I'm just going to do his regular attacks, but narrowly, he like picks up a pew that people have started to get off of already and starts wailing on it. Okay, so my only question then is if you're going to use a pew to hit this thing, is the pew magical? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's got his... <laughs> Fine, he'll just shish kebab it then. <laughs> Because, yeah, unless the pew is magical, it's going to go right through this thing. Well, he's just... I mean, I'm just going to punch it normally as far as attack-wise. And your fists are very magical. So you move up and you deliver a solid punch into this guy. Uh, It's a 32 to hit. Mm -hmm. That is going to succeed and deal 23 points of damage to the creature. Alrighty. That takes us on to Riz, beginning of round three. Alright, so Riz is going to look at this thing... And they're gonna cast Ball Lightning and put four on there by giving three uh, Vaz. Okay. For my fate points. Or rune points, sorry. Oh. They're just a squale. There we go. I know. I was, the, the, it has to match with the grid size and it just makes me guess the pixels. Okay. So you drop out four Ball Lightnings, is that right? Yes. Okay. And we'll just put one in each square of this critter. Okay, so that's going to be four reflex saves. All right, that is a pass, fail, pass, pass. So only Damn one it. hits. Uh, that's going to be 3d6 damage. All right, 14. 14. All right. Oof, okay, you shock it for 14 points of electrical damage. Okay, takes us to the Lost Soul's turn. So it's going to look over the situation realizing what it's gonna go away is it is it gonna go away i feel like it no 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 it's not gonna go away that's that's silly okay so what it's gonna do is it's gonna look over the situation and it's going to realize that the object that it's here for 
uh, are unreachable in a swarm of bees in the ceiling. All of its allies have been defeated. So it's alone. So what it's going to do is it's going to rush up toward Petra. It's going to try something crazy. Oh, shit. It's also no, no, no. It's going to provoke from Archie as well. So, Archie, go ahead and make <gasps> an attack at this thing. Come on, buddy. That's a 37. Right, that hits for 21 damage. Okay. And that is still up. Uh, this tattered, shadowy creature moves up to Petra and sort of dives into Petra's head. <gasps> oh, shit. No, 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 no. The thing you were too afraid to do is Marcus! Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> this is Beardy getting back oh, at you. <laughs> so, so Petra, yeah. uh, I need you to make a will save. Oh no. I cannot stress how important this save is. <gasps> oh my god, dude. I'm, my, I'm so okay. skilled. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Alright. Archie has combat reflexes. Uh, he... Does he get more attacks of opportunity for where that thing running by hold on, hold than on. just the so one? It's gonna be two at least. Uh, yeah, it would be two technically if he's got combat reflexes as a feat. Okay. So just... times like this is what it's for. All right, make one more. That's a thirty to right, hit. Eighteen damage. Mm-hmm. Still up. It's close. It's anybody. damn close, but he's still up. Screw you, make your save. Okay. Alright, so just to make sure, uh, I mean, Rune still has six fate points left. Yeah, yeah, and I might just end up using all of them. <laughs> Ready? Do you know how exhausted this old person is? Three, two, one. Yahtzee! Twenty-one? Do I need him to reroll? So... Yeah, that's gonna fail. Okay. Riz is gonna make a bigger gesture. This one's more of an arm gesture of a circle in an ellipses or a oval shape and push it towards Petra again for a reroll. Okay. Come on, buddy. Oh no! No. Can you do another one at all? How many? Can, can I do more than one a turn? Uh, it is an immediate action, so. I believe you cannot make more than one. Because mm -hmm. uh, you only get one immediate action around. Okay. This is rough. Oh, shit. Alright, so Petra, you feel a presence inside your head. Mm -hmm. And it is not a pleasant sensation. Okay. It seems to have taken up residence in there. And it uh, doesn't like, it doesn't like you. Okay. So, yeah. So that's uh, that's it. It's it's gone, and uh, that's combat. So the dust settles, and Vera. Uh, now that now that all the enemies have been cleared from the room, um, you you sense something is more impendingly wrong right now. Something is definitely not right. Okay. Something got started when you went into that that font with all the items on you, and now it's sideways. Now it's shaking apart, and you don't know why. You don't know how to control it. Those three items were sort of balancing this energy between yourself. Like, it was keeping everything in flow, and now that two of them are gone, something is happening that shouldn't be happening. 
So what do we what do we know about Lost Souls from Marcus? So you recall that they were uh, high level undead creatures. They were always created to serve a specific serv- uh, uh, purpose to do something. Uh, so they're they don't they're not technically free willed. Uh, usually, as far as how you want to think about them, they're not. They don't have complete freedom. They they're serving some sort of purpose. They have the ability to jump into other people's bodies and consume their souls and take over their body and puppet them like a meat puppet, uh, which is what you know. What was going on with Marcus? Marcus was yeah. Marcus didn't realize it because he also had amnesia. So. My question is, is he, is, if, I don't know what Vera knows, would Vera know if this thing is technically connected at this moment to his soul, or is just in his body? I mean, for all Vera knows, Petra's soul's already been eaten, and this, and this thing is now a meat puppet Petra, piloted by that creature. Alright. I think the first thing that Vera would do is, like, as soon as that happens, is going to be to... the swarm is going to fly on top of Petra. Mm-hmm. And so for Petra, uh-huh. these bees start swarming you and you don't feel stinging. You feel them start to crawl into your skin painfully. <sighs> and all of a sudden you feel within your stomach, just things churning as if everything is being replaced by insects consuming you from the inside out as you turn into a swarm. Except for your skeleton and what you're wearing. So, Petra's armor drops to the ground as well as bones that are inside the armor. And it just drops to the ground in a clump. Uh, All of Petra's muscles, organs, and skin has now turned into a swarm of bees that are sort of disorganized, flying around the room. But also, in that spot is a lost soul. Oh! Hell yeah! <laughs> Fucker, you're going down! <laughs> so, how about that, that Mortal Kombat cameo? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? By the way, Screwy, Petra sees this. You, you see your... He sees his bones and armor drop? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you get to experience his own body being turned into bugs. And now you can see a lot. It's hard to process. There's a lot of stimuli. But you can see everywhere around you. All at once. The second time Vera has saved your ass by turning you into bees. (laughs) Vera? It's not a pleasant experience. Uh, uh, This is Petra thinking this. Vera? Yo, kill this bitch. Alright, so I'm gonna just assume that Archie hits it and it dies. Yeah, sure. It has 16 hit points left, so... Hell yeah! It's it's gonna get killed. Yeah! So, So Archie lays into it and just mangles it with punches. Um, and it is destroyed. Well, that's like heart is pounding in her ears at this point. Yours is. Vera will. 
Vera will rematerialize okay. as herself. Vera, and as you re- as you rematerialize, your your necklace is pulsing with energy very quickly. It's like it's like a strobe light almost on your mm-hmm. around your neck. And something is very, very wrong. Like you feel your your essence being twisted. Like something is being siphoned off somewhere else. Like that energy that was flowing through you is now being diverted elsewhere. Well it doesn't feel like it's taking it from me, does it? Uh no. The, I, do, this, I can just this, feel that the connection of power yeah, it's now it's going, going where it was being balanced between these objects you were wearing. It's now like being taken somewhere else, and it 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 makes you it sort of like twists your gut, like you feel sick. Through tears, Vera's just saying, "We need to find her. We need to find the items." And Vera's going to run to the people who are dead, and okay. start putting them in the font to preserve their body. So that right. the hive can t- can try and hopefully do something. Gotcha. So, um, Vera, as you you rush over to grab the first of the fallen, uh, that strobing effect is going to reach a crescendo, and there's going to be a bright flash of light, and uh, everyone's gonna have to kind of be blinded for a second. It's the weirdest sensation. Being blind? Yeah. So I don't know. That's like closing <laughs> your eyes. Uh, yeah, for my clarity, is Patrick, air quotes, conscious? Yes. Yes. We, we said you saw no your quotes. body fall down and shit. Yeah, there's no air quotes. He okay. is conscious. Yeah. He's just a new form of consciousness. Okay. Embrace the hive, Petra. Why, why don't you try to move? Wait, I'm a, I'm a swarm at the moment? You're... You're a swarm. Yes, mm-hmm. you are bees. Uh, okay. Uh, this uh, Petra swarm uh, tr- clumsily moves about towards the his armor. Um, and hovers around and starts to vibrate. A little haphazardly because they're very confused. Yeah. So so that that bright flash of light uh, fades away, and the necklace around Vera now hangs completely dormant. Like the it's it seems to be back to what it was before it met its brethren, before it was brought into contact with the other magical items. So it functions like it used to as just the Hive Queen's amulet, but the extra divine power that was surging through it is now either gone or dormant. But it's no longer freaking out. Um, Vera, on the other hand, looks shaken. Like, she doesn't know, like, like she's sort of just either got slapped in the face real hard or, or what, but she almost looks, like, confused for a second. I would like to use the rest of my fate points to find out where the doobie is, or at least a lead. Okay. I'd like to give myself a fortune. <laughs> uh, or you can okay. also scry first. Scry? Oh, fuck, I forgot I had that spell. Wait, yeah. I don't know if it's prepared. Let me just check. 
Yeah, I was actually just going to say that, but I don't know. It's not prepared. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. So I will I will use my fortune telling for myself. Okay. Uh, well. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't right. Um, I, I couldn't save her. I tried. I hesitated. I did not do. I'm sorry. Someone, someone find where Reduvius. Why? Um, Why? Um, okay. And you see Riz making symbols over where they're at. Curler is just staring silently at the the space where the undead creature and the child were. Just just staring. This is bad. This is bad. That's Paul going to pull out the fire opal from her pocket with shaking hands. I I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to pull out Hummel. What is Hummel doing? You pull out Hummel, and Hummel is looks confused as shit. Like Hummel's ferociously, angrily, like moving around and like turning and spinning, and like shaking an arm and buzzing very, very viciously, acting unhummel-like. I'll say, unhumbly. Mm-hmm. Unhumbly. As I guess, as all this is happening, Petra's going. Uh, sorry, Swarm Petra. <laughs> Is going to go back and crawl on the uh, onto his armor and be, and just just be, just look at the look at the skeleton that was Petra. Yes, you only crawl yes, onto the armor. Do you wish that you were back to there, back yes. on your skeleton? <laughs> Pieces of bee start fusing and basically creating this gore that turns into Petra. Again. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Uh, he ca- he feels it starting to happen, so he concentrates harder and harder. All right, we need to figure this out right now. Uh, uh, um, Hummel, uh, runs into what? a little bit. What? Um, yeah. So, I'm not Vera. Is this like the half elf thing? I-, I point at what? Hummel. What does that? What does that mean? How many? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, hi, uh, we really need to figure this out. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I'm sent. Vera's in the bee! I'm gonna take the fire opal. How many? <laughs> uh, test, this is a test. I don't really need 25 welds. It's, who is this going to? I'm right here. You can freaking talk to me. Oh, wow, that. That was it. In... <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, that was insolence, that was weird. Okay. Okay, I believe that. Alright. Test two. Uh. So I'm just going around this place, like, with my hands on my the top of my head, just pacing, in just this panic attack state. Riz turns to the group. Well, uh, the little one is still alive. She's just asleep. But okay. I don't know where, because... Is there a place where it's like stillness and death, but not like hell? The Deadlands? Yeah. But the Deadlands. She's evading the light of the outside world, apparently. Uh, so we bring her light? Or uh, us? Or get her out of there? Well, let's move now. Let's let's just do that. Um, I, I don't think it's as simple. And Vera's gonna run to the cart. Oh, f- Okay. 
Don't oh, touch the horse! Oh wait, well, we have teleport, don't we? Yes. Well, that has teleport. That can fit everybody. Yes. Just, she's not, she's she's taking things at a little bit slower of a pace than Hummel seems to be. I, okay, hold on. I'm gonna hold up the fire opal again and try to send a message to Vera. Vera Vera. Uh, except I gotta type it out real quick. Oh, oh, there. So why the skeleton? Why are you complaining? I'm not. <laughs> I was so, I was so scared. I was so scared. Were you scared during the skeleton part too? Yes. Yeah. I was terrified. I'm like, <laughs> what? Also, that was probably the most painful experience physically that Petros felt. Oh my god. Because you literally got like torn asunder piece by piece <sighs> yeah it's fucked up um maybe uh, so can you explain the skeleton though bit to it because that was terrifying well sure the the swarm only only affects your muscles and flesh leaves your bones it, it's a, it's it, it's it literally how the spell works oh. okay so i'm gonna send a message to vera uh i intend to say they message i intend to message Raduvi and see if she's alive what do i ask her also are you okay I think all Levette gets is... Well, first of all, can you tell tonality? I yeah. figure you can just reply. Yeah, it's 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 like 25 spoken words back. So, what Levette gets back is repeating, just screaming, find Reduvi, find the items, and just over and over until the word limit is gone. <laughs> okay, all right, Missy, just call him. I'm trying to. Just like looking at this bee on my hand. Ah, hi. And I guess I'll use the last message from the Fire Opal to message Reduvi, even though Riz always said that she's asleep. I just figure it's probably good to double up, double check. Reduvi, this is Lovell. Are you alive? Can you heal me? Are you okay? Oh, also, I'm going to run to the supply closet that's in the temple. Mm-hmm. And I want to know. Would there be any items from the Deadlands, such as a bow that's enchanted? Yeah, there, 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 might, there might could be. Um, so you get an answer, Levette. You get an answer in your mind. You hear. Oh. You get a response from using right. the fire opal. Come and get her. Oh boy. Here we go again. All right, let's get in the cart. Let's figure this out. Well, I guess start heading out. Keller is still staring at that spot on the ground uncomprehendingly head out where and do what go where I don't yeah I don't know I don't know but I'll figure something out let's see I we can't just rush into the deadlands I we're clearly in our heads even if we won this fucking I don't know but I'm not going to wait on this I'm not going to let this happen again uh, all right uh can I get a roll from Vera to check the armory please uh, percentile or what uh, yeah, percentile would be great. It's a 14. Success. Cool. So what I'm going to do now is I want you to roll another d100 to determine the power of it. 93. Damn, boy. Shit. She fucking thick. lucked out. Fucking <laughs> lucked out. Nice. All right. It's a plus three. <laughs> yes. Nice shit. Nice. All right. It's built now. I was like, I was like, if it's a one to, to like 25, it's not, not enchanted. If it's 25 to 50... It'll be a plus one. If it's 50 to like 90, it'll be a plus two. And if it's above a 90, it'll be a plus three. Nice. Drop to 93. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, all right. 
You got some fucking legendary bow from back in the day. Yeah, it's an ancient, like, probably Kintao bow. Yeah. And just like... Some, like, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Scrap yeah. up some arrows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you got plenty of mundane arrows. Alrighty, well, you grab all of that stuff, and I added it to your character as an attack as well, so there you go. All right. Are we continuing? Yeah, I'm continuing. I'm too I'm too amped from this. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh man, you were so fucked before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, especially when the rerolls in that one. Oh no. Yeah, oh my was, god. Uh, For the luckiest heart. roller, you sure picked a shit time to roll like shit. <laughs> How close so, was I on that first roll? Uh two points. Oh. So Vera's Roger, should I just call Vera Hummel now? Just so we know who I'm talking about? Or... Yes, that would be helpful for me. Right. Vummel. Vummel. So, Hummel's going to run out and is going to yell to the hivekin that are around. Are there any around? Uh, yeah, they've they've sort of come back to try to like tend to the wounded slash dead. So, Hummel's going to yell at the assassins to get Hildy. Okay. To get Hildy's help. And... See, do we have other we have other cards? Yeah, because we bought some. Yeah. yeah. So she's going to tell a group of Hivekin to rush to the holy city and get some clerics and priests and to take what money they need to help the people who fell if they're able to be helped. You got and, it. And tell the other ones that she's leaving to reclaim the relics and to find Reduvi. Okay. Uh Petra will catch up to what he feel what he thinks is Vera and yell out and yell out Vera where are we heading what the hell was that and where is Reduvi you were awake I don't know what the fuck you're talking about we're going to the deadlands because apparently that's where she might be can we just hurry please but why we just we're just trying to go with the Some plan. Of us runs to the cart yeah I'm with I'm with you. Come back. Bruce is heading to theirs. They are getting the memo. Curler is just heading along behind the group, completely silent. You all rush back to the carts. So what's what's the consensus? What's the plan? I think we're heading to the Deadlands. Yep. Jeez, we haven't been to the Edge. Wow. The Edge. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what it's yeah. called? Edge. Sorry, right. we haven't been. To I thought edge. it was just Edge. Yeah, we haven't been to Edge. It is just Edge. Yeah, since the beginning of campaign one. Woo! Okay. There's I as a player, I'm actually super excited to go to Edge, but I don't feel like <laughs> there's a good reason to. Alright. I'll just bypass it. I guess probably just so they can figure out where they're going. Uh I'm like, but the come back. We'll I can take us there. I just Where are we going to go in the Deadlands? It's a big place. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can get a better read through a couple of days of trancing with it. So, I will get the group gathered together and, and pull out a little teleport disc, have Archie sphere up, and tell us teleport us over to Edge uh, well, outside the, the dead Riz wouldn't go What's with up? you. What's up? Oh, no? Uh, I can't fucking talk without a horse. Oh, right. You all can go ahead. I can travel there if you'd prefer. No, 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 no. That's not any fight. I mean... I don't know, maybe, but I, you've you've been huge. I don't want to leave you behind. I don't feel it's fair to you either. 
Well, I mean, I'm a little tall, but you know. You have been a, a tremendous help, Lisa. Question. Mm-hmm. Can Levette teleport uh, Varda? No. No? Not never? Nope. Doesn't work that I way. Teleport creatures. It only just teleports yeah. creatures. I think even if I had uh, greater teleport, it wouldn't. Because I was thinking about taking it, and I was like, nope. Can't. If you guys okay. haul ass, you could do it in two. I mean, it'd be pretty much two days if Levette teleported us one after another anyway. Yeah, that's haul ass. Well, actually, she can do... She can do everybody in one trip, and she can do three trips in it. Well, not with the horse, and that's what I'm just saying. She could do... Er- Although... She could get everyone, including the horse, but not the Vardo, to a place with one day's worth of spells. But then if it turns out it's the Vardo mm-hmm. and not the horse, or that it needs both... Yes, then we would screwed. be screwed. Well, I mean, you're not screwed, you just won't be able to understand me. <laughs> right. And also, you could always just teleport there and back that day to replenish your good juice heroin well, who knows addiction. if it's <laughs> replenished or distance, though. I mean, it got worse as the Varda was coming closer to you in Bitter Landing. That's yes, true. Yes, it'd be time. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, time. I don't know. <laughs> Look, if you guys are fine with Riz... Not being able to understand Riz and Riz not being able to understand you, I'm fine with that. I just won't be able to do good fortunes. Like, where I can pinpoint things. That's all. Well, I mean, I can pinpoint stuff for myself. <laughs> I'm fine with either or. It's your guys' decision on this one. I'm fine with either or either. It's not really... Like, I personally think that it will probably be fine either way. So, um, <laughs> I want to say something stupid. Uh, not to be the terrible person, but like metagaming wise, I don't imagine Beardy's gonna punish us for taking the Bardo with it's just being an extra day. Right, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. But I, I didn't want to speak it because of the same reason. I was like, that's really not an in-character reason I know, to think that. I know. But Lavette is also just trying to take the more cautioned approach, and it's like they're like she, she senses a trap, and they're not going to fuck the bait of the trap. That was the wrong word. I gotta <laughs> no, ruin no, the bait I like for the fuck trap. The bait. <laughs> fuck the bait. I don't know. Not... Um... I, I know you're in a rush to go, 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 Kyle, but it's whatever you want. Yeah. You're the leader. Well, listen, I don't know how your thing works, so. And neither do I. Yeah. I think we should. I think we should just haul ass. Well, at first, uh, what was it? At first, Hummel ran to the cart and was starting it, moving it. Yeah, what if what if we put a strap on the Vardo, had Archie carry it like a piece of equipment? Like Isn't the Vardo already equipment for it the it, horse? It's a house. <laughs> it's literally a storage system, like, mechanically. <laughs> sure, sure. This is, again, a little bit metagamey, but we haven't ever seen the horse separated from the Vardo. We don't necessarily know if that's possible. We don't know if that's part of its and we, body, actually. <laughs> yeah. And we, yeah, I was going to say, you like... We also don't, we don't know the nature of the horse, we just know it's got a very weird thing going on, so it may be able to go into the Deadlands. We don't really know anything until we get there and try it out. I'm probably I'm not, not going to take the horse into the Deadlands, that's too dangerous. And I'm not convinced the horse is actually alive, so... Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> the reason Riz doesn't want you touching the horse. That too. Oh. The reason Riz doesn't want you touching the horse, you like lift up the saddle and there's like sinew and meat. And it's like, oh, God. just attaching it. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm personally fine with just going because this is probably the safest place for the bardo anyways. Uh, you guys just can't hear me. <laughs> well, I do have to detect thoughts. 
Yeah, and I That's message true. might work. We have, I don't know if we tried like, that. At least in the descriptor, it just says like you understand it. And I think. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is every time you cast detect thought, it just points you at Petra. Be gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also, once again, Lovett can teleport you back there to recharge, like a battery. Yeah. And bring it back over. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm fine with this. Let's let's go with that plan and see if it works. <laughs> Alright, that will bust out a little teleport pad after everyone's discussed this and uh, jump us over to right in front of the dead man's rest. Alrighty. Well, in that case, uh, the teleport goes off. Make a D100, please, and burn the spell. That was an 81. Ooh. Cool. That is good enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's good enough. So you appear in the town square, as much as there is one, of Edge. There's about six buildings in the whole town. There's a couple of farms further outside of town. But in town, pretty much all there is is a general store, a couple houses, and the dead man's rest. Well, it's been a long time since in the distance, In the distance, you see a shimmering barrier of gray to the north that you know is the separation point between the lands of the living and the dead lands. What the fuck is that? But you see... The Deadlands, there is a well a long time ago. A lot of magic was used in the well, and now it's like this. And there's ghosts in the sheet, and it's Good pretty shit. awful. Well, sounds like fun field trip, no? Yay. By the way, shit town, shit town. I do no. not think I can make money here. Probably not. It's pretty small. I'll be made some decent money in. That's true. Uh, Petravian you know? still owes me a month worth of payment, though. <laughs> Just saying. That's rough. That's not, that's not right. Well, it just shakes her head. Alright, I'd like to do a knowledge check to see if I know anything that's happened here recently pertaining to the Deadlands. Like, since I've been around sure. this area. Yeah, knowledge local, please. It's gonna be 25. Excellent. So, the magic item trade out of Edge has continued pretty much exactly as it always has. The small industry of adventuring parties coming up here, looting areas of the Deadlands, and then bringing back magic items from the ancient war hasn't really ever slowed down, but it's also dangerous enough that, you know, you might hear three or four times a year adventuring parties going in there and never coming back. So it's definitely dangerous, always has been dangerous. So it's it's never been easy enough to to make it to where every adventuring party goes there all the time, and it's just this extremely lucrative venture. It's always had a, a edge of danger to it. That's so many words to say that it's pretty much the same as it's always been. Okay, so there has been any new talk of anything that's changed? No, I mean one thing that's kind of consistent about the Deadlands is that it never changes. It has been in the exact same spot since it was since it was formed. It has not moved an inch. And every creature in it just keeps reanimating, so it just seems to kind of be stuck in this stasis, in a way. Like, it's just stuck. It's stuck in time, and it's stuck in place. So, you stand before the Dead Man's Rest. Beyond it, like I said, you see the gray shimmer of the Deadlands. What does the party do? Do we want to rest up for the night before we go in there? I mean, we just used up a little bit of our what our abilities and sleeping in the deadlands is yeah a not, not a great fun. thing i'm guessing well vera and petra have been going into the deadlands to on raids so they would know it's not a fun thing to do so maybe getting a good night's rest 
uh, at the dead man's before we head on in, I, I think would be a wise move. All right, so Hummel runs into the inn and is going to talk to, what is his name? Uh, it's not Gerald. Fat Witcher. Uh, <laughs> Fat Witcher. Just Serwin Bardale. So. It's Serwin. Serwin, okay. Yeah. That's what Graham, Graham said. I just wanted to give yeah. credit. Thank you. And is going to... Yeah, so I... I rush in and talk to Serwin. Is he there? So you open the door and look into the dead man's rest. And inside, you see that the place hasn't really changed all that much. Vera and Petra probably come here uh, right, semi-right. That hasn't been here in six years. It's one hell of a... I mean, I guess technically seven years? I mean, you did go back to it after you came out of the oh, yeah. Oh, I guess that's true, so, yeah. You know, when you got the letter where Siva's mm-hmm. like, come visit, and yeah. everyone's like, you've been gone a year. Yeah, and like Screw said, Petra and Vera have been there many, many, many times. Uh, Vera going in first? Or, sorry, Hummel going in first? Hummel's already in. Okay. So Petra heads on in right after. So as you walk in, you see an interesting scene. In the Dead Man's Rest, you see Telly Talbert <gasps> waiting tables. When a scamp of a halfling child, no older than five, <gasps> leaps down the stairs and runs to her. Mama, is it story time yet? She turns and looks. No, honey, but soon. Mommy's still working, okay? Oh, I want to hear another story, please. Go upstairs, Garbin. I'll be up soon and I'll tell you a really good one, okay? Is it about Daddy? She smiles. Sure, it can be about Daddy. Run along, love. She leans down and kisses him on the forehead. The halfling child scrambles back up the stairs, making sword-fighting gestures as he goes. Fade to black. Oh, that's, that's the end. That's okay. the end. Someone had sex? Garbage. <laughs> Get ready for campaign oh, three. Garbage. <laughs> Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes. And as always, Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under the Czech Republic. Until next time. <laughs>